Hi, welcome to a new podcast for the Lancet Child and Adolescent Health. I'm Gavin Cleaver. We have a new paper, online first, about the treatment of paediatric narcolepsy with sodium oxybate. And I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the lead author of the paper, Professor Giuseppe Plazzi. This paper investigates sodium oxybate for treating paediatric narcolepsy with cataplexy. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about childhood narcolepsy, its prevalence and some of its symptoms? Narcolepsy is a rare disorder. And uh, it's uh, estimated that it affects uh, between uh, 0.02 and 0.11% of the population overall worldwide. There is an important, a huge diagnostic delay associated with narcolepsy, meaning that uh, although about half of the patients may experience symptoms before the, the age of 18, they may not be diagnosed until the adulthood. And because of this, the prevalence in children is uh, unclear. Furthermore, narcolepsy is associated with a pentad of symptoms uh, that can appear in a different combination. Excessive daytime sleepiness, cataplexy, uh, hallucination, hypnagogic and hypopompic hallucination, sleep paralysis, and disrupted nighttime sleep. And in children, these symptoms often present uh, differently than in adults. For example, the cardinal symptom of narcolepsy, that is uh, excessive daytime sleepiness, which in adults uh, uh, manifest as unwanted short and refreshing uh, sleep episode during the day, may manifest in children, like in adults, as a recurrence of daytime napping or uh, as an uncontrollable need to sleep during the day, but also, paradoxically, as uh, symptoms of motor hyperactivity, irritability, or restlessness. And cataplexy also, that is often uh, different in children from adults, it can manifest uh, as a complex movement disorder with uh, dystonic, dyskinetic movements, or even altered ataxic gait. Cataplexy also affect the face. Uh, the cataplexic features is also frequent with fragile hypotonia, bilateral ptosis, mouth opening, and also involuntary tongue protrusion. This presentation generally is not observed in adults. Finally, children may also very rapid weight gain up to obesity at symptom onset, often associated with unaccelerated puberal uh, puberty. So currently, if a child displays narcolepsy with cataplexy, what, what are the treatment options available to clinicians? There is no cure for narcolepsy and treatment. The treatment is focused on the relieving of the symptoms. There are no drugs approved for the treatment of uh, narcolepsy uh, at a large and also cataplexy in children. So we rely on those therapies that uh, uh, have either been approved or studied uh, in adults. The pharmacological therapy in children and adolescents with narcolepsy can include the use of stimulants so, uh, for excessive time sleepiness and antidepressants for cataplexy. So your particular paper, as, as I mentioned in the first question, looks at sodium oxabate as a treatment. So has this, um, has this been studied before in, in children? This is the first uh, uh, controlled, placebo-controlled trial examining sodium oxybate as a treatment for narcolepsy in pediatric patients. However, 
sodium oxybate was uh, evaluated pre previously in uh, an open-label study and in a study involving uh, an active uh, comparator. And individual case report also and several large retrospective case series uh, have been published as well. So your trial was, was stopped after a planned interim analysis showed the drug's efficacy. Could you tell us what happened there and what the key results were? Yes. Uh, in planning the study, we decided to include uh, an interim analysis because we wanted to determine if sodium oxybate was uh, efficacious or not. When these uh, interim analyses showed efficacy, the trial wasn't stopped. However, the placebo arm was uh, discontinued, and therefore all participants who entered the study after the analysis received an open-label sodium oxybate. Overall, 63 participants were randomized during the placebo control portion of the study, and 33 received the open-label sodium oxybate. The results showed a median increase of cataplexy attack, 12.7 per week, in participants who were randomized to stop sodium oxybate during the placebo control period. This compared uh, with, uh, to a median increase of only 0.3 cataplexy attack per week in participants who remained on sodium oxybate, and uh, of course this uh, difference was significant. The safety profile also of sodium oxybate was consistent uh, with uh, that observed uh, in adults with uh, the most frequently reported adverse event where enuresis, uh, nausea, vomiting, headache, and uh, weight decrease. So how are your findings likely to affect clinical practice in the future? The efficacy and the safety results from this study will provide clinicians, we hope, with additional information when choosing treatment options for pediatric patients with the collapse. This study protocol, we hope, that provided investigators with specific guidance regarding the initiation, the titration also, and the dosing of sodium oxybate in these pediatric patients. And uh, we think that uh, this information could be also useful in the clinical practice. At a large, the results observed uh, in uh, our study could also lead to additional large and well-controlled study evaluating the efficacy and safety of pharmacotherapy for children with sleep disorder at a large. So what are some of the implications for regulatory approval of sodium oxybate in children with pediatric narcolepsy? At uh, the moment, uh, Jazz Pharmaceuticals has submitted uh, a supplemental new drug application to the US FDA. It, this includes uh, uh, findings from this study, but of course, there are regulatory implications remain to be determined. Well, Dr. Platzi, it's, um, it's a really important, interesting study. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you to you.